G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. There's not a one of us who doesn't like a good party. And as things turn out, God is rather partial to a party as well. So why is it that we don't do more celebrating than we actually do in this life? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as today we take a look at the link between celebration and joy from a different perspective. And do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life, just at the moment. When you think about it, no matter what happens to be going on in your life just at the moment, you actually have rather a lot of things worth celebrating. Over the last couple of days on the program, we've been looking at the time in Israel's history when they had just returned from 70 years of slavery in exile in Babylon, and they'd done probably the most important thing they needed to do in re-establishing Jerusalem. They'd built the massive protective wall around the city that they needed in order to be able to defend it against invasion. But they were tired, they were exhausted, and so a lot of the joy had gone out of their lives. That's why their leader, Nehemiah, brought them back to God's Word. Because as we saw, hearing God speak, when we let the Word of God really touch us deep inside, fills our hearts with joy. I'm not just talking here about sitting through some boring sermon and and letting your mind wander. We've all been there, right? I'm talking here, or in fact God is talking here in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, back in the Old Testament, about letting his word penetrate your heart. That's what, as we saw, happened to the Israelites as they gathered to hear the scribe Ezra and his helpers preach God's word. They were moved to tears. Have you ever had someone say something so kind, so generous, so loving to you that you would just move to tears? Well, that's what was going on here when the Israelites were so deeply moved by the word of God. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 9. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. And that's the sort of preaching that you and I need to hear. That's the sort of preaching that we need to listen to, the sort that's anointed by God, the sort that is clearly God speaking to us through the preacher. Not the dead, boring words that some people preach, but, but words of power. Many, many years later, the Apostle Paul put it like this, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. He said, when I come to you, brothers and sisters, I don't come proclaiming the mystery of God to you in in lofty words or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. My speech and my proclamation were not with plausible words of wisdom, but with a demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of of God. Powerful, anointed, spirit-filled proclamation of God's word. That's what you and I need. So, 
they were deeply moved, moved to tears. And yet the next thing they were told by the Levites is a bit surprising. Let's take another look. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. And then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet wine, and send portions of them to those for whom nothing has been prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Don't be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. In other words, go and celebrate what God's done for you. Go and celebrate the fact that he's brought us back out of exile, out of slavery, and helped us to build this amazing defensive wall against all the opposition that we were confronted by. Go and celebrate the word of God that you've just heard. His power, his majesty, his grace, his mercy. Go on, eat good food, drink good wine, share it with the poor. Celebrate this day, for God is our God and we are his people. Go on, celebrate. Celebration of God's goodness and love and provision is so important. As you read the Old Testament, you discover that the Jewish calendar was full of celebrations and remembrances. And today, we continue with that theme every time we participate in communion, remembering what Jesus did for us. One of the reasons I think that there is so little joy in people's lives, well, two of the reasons really, are these. Firstly, as I said yesterday, we don't take God's word to heart. We, we don't listen to the amazing, powerful, loving words that God is speaking to us. That's the first one. And the second one is that we simply don't celebrate enough the goodness of God in our lives. Not just at church on a Sunday, not just at Easter or Christmas. They're great celebrations, to be sure. But each and every day of our lives. There's a choice I made a long time ago. I decided to live my whole life as a celebration of what God's done for me. That doesn't mean that every day is a fantastic, wonderful day where where the sun's shining and the birds are singing. No, some days are dark and stormy and uncomfortable and, and hard and challenging and painful, right? But when we celebrate God and all that he's done for us, when we remember the goodness of God on the good days and the bad ones, life changes. That, that happiness that's deserted us in the dark times is replaced by a joy that never leaves you, no matter how bad things get. You see, our problem is that we stick all that spiritual God stuff over here in this box, a box that we open maybe on Sundays or every now and then when we pray or read our Bibles, but a box that remains closed for much of the rest of the week. Have a listen to Scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. So, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Everything about your life can be a celebration of God's glory. And when we celebrate the good things that God's done for us through Jesus in our lives for real, that joy that we so desperately need comes flooding back. And with the joy comes the strength that we need to make it through. Compare that to how you feel when you're grumbling and complaining, right? Come on, the joy of the Lord really is your strength. A good friend of mine, Paul Bartlett, has recently published a book called Thank God It's Monday. (laughs) What a great title. Now, Paul is the senior pastor of a large and, in the eyes of many, successful church. I've put inverted commas around that word successful because it's more of a a worldly judgment than a godly one. But, But you get my drift. And one of the strong themes of his ministry is this. Church is not all about Sunday. So many people and so many churches and so many pastors work their way up to that big Sunday church event as though that's the main thing. 
And what Paul Bartlett's saying in his book is no. Actually, Sunday is all about preparing you for Monday and the rest of the week. The main part of being a Christian is the rest of the week, not that one event on Sunday. I love that because in a very real sense, that's exactly what the Bible teaches. Following Jesus is an everyday thing, not just a Sabbath thing. Just think about that book title again. Thank God it's Monday. It speaks of such great anticipation of what's in store, of what's next, of what God is bringing into our lives. When we kick off each week, we have no idea what's coming, the good, the bad, the ugly, no idea. But here's something that we can do. We can choose to live this next week and the one after that and the one after that with that sense of anticipation and celebration in our hearts. I saw something recently that I really liked, a quote that goes like this, a bad attitude is like a flat tyre. You can't move on until you change it. So imagine how different our attitude towards life becomes when we choose to live every moment of every day as a celebration of what God's done for us. Now all of a sudden, it all makes sense. The joy of the Lord really is our strength. like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.